Welcome to the Jordan and Kristen Rickard Show. The world is falling apart, but you don't have to. Join Jordan and Kristen as they discuss the challenges that face us in our decaying world every day. God has a plan for you to have victory and to be a light in the darkness. As the Bible says, those who are wise will shine like the brightness of the heavens, and those who lead many to righteousness like the stars forever and ever. Now, here's Jordan and Kristen. All right, everybody. Good evening and welcome to another edition of Jordan and Kristen Pray For You. We're going to get to Kristen's prayer in a moment. Also, I want to thank you before we get started for all the kind things you guys are sending us, All the, all the not just the prayer requests, but when you guys say that you're praying for us, that means a lot. And, and even the simple things like, again, when you're, we're getting all these messages that say, God bless you. And I'm also really happy today because we actually went a day without somebody proposing marriage to Kristen. So that's that's a big <laughs> plus. Thank you for that. Um. Before I get to Kristen's prayer, I just want to kind of build on something we talked about last night, right? Because last night we talked about praying with the Holy Spirit. And tonight I want to talk to you about listening to the voice of God, okay? In yesterday's message, I mentioned that in order to pray effectively, you have to first enlist the Holy Spirit to come into your heart and instruct you on what to pray for. But that begs the question, how do you actually listen to God's voice, right? We think of prayer in terms of talking to God, but it's actually a conversation like any other. Yeah, there's part of you that's talking to the other person, but you also have to listen. And in fact, that's even more important, arguably, because God already knows what you're going to say. But for the conversation to work, you have to know what God's saying, too. So how do you know what God's saying? Well, let me be clear. You're probably never going to hear an audible voice like you see in the movies, this big booming voice coming from the skies or like Moses at the burning bush hearing thus saith the Lord or that sort of thing, right? That's not what we're talking about here. I suppose anything's possible, but the Bible actually describes God's voice as being very still and small. That sounds weird, but the reason the voice is small is because in order to hear a small voice, you have to be very close to it. And remember that more than anything else, God desires intimacy with you. So he's not going to shout at you with a bullhorn, which you could hear from a mile away. He's going to want to bring you in close to him and whisper. That's the reason the voice is small. We actually see this in 1 Kings 19 when God is revealing himself to Elijah. And he says, go before this mountain and you're going to see me. And Elijah goes to the mountain and he sees this great strong wind that's so powerful it actually breaks the rocks into pieces. But the Bible says God wasn't in the wind. And then comes this earthquake. But God wasn't in in the earthquake either. And then after the earthquake, there's this immense fire, but God wasn't in the fire either. But after the fire, it says Elijah hears the still small voice of God. Okay. The New Testament describes it as a groaning. It's something inside of you that you just kind of feel that you just somehow know. I remember when I had started my law office and after a while, I was wondering whether I should expand it and triple the size of the office, which carried with it great risk and cost. And I remember standing in this expanded area, the area that I want to rent out. And just feeling this urging inside of me, like something tugging on me. And I knew it was God telling me I had to do this. This was part of his plan for me. I remember when we started this ministry, how the thought just came to us. I just knew we had to do it, that it was part of God's plan for us. Even in my relationship with Kristen, even this morning, I did something that was kind of thoughtless without even realizing it, which, by the way, guys do a lot of, right? Like, even those of us who don't think we're thoughtless, sometimes we do things and we don't realize how the lady in the relationship will receive it. And in this case, this was nothing bad or anything. It wasn't anything malicious, 
but it was, I later realized thoughtless. And, and as I was doing my morning routine, just out of nowhere, I felt the Holy Spirit bring it to my attention and kind of show me how she'd be reacting to it. I hadn't even considered that I had done something wrong, but in that moment, I just knew that I had to call her and I'm glad I didn't. And, and she was glad I had that sort of discernment and we just talked it over and everything was fine. It was a great learning experience. And we've actually had a lot of moments like that where we avoid a small thing becoming something big and out of control because God intercedes with his nudge here and there and we're responsive to it. Again, it's not like an audible voice, but if you learn what it sounds like and you just yield to his will, it'll be as clear to you as my voice is right now. All right, so that's my message for you this afternoon. Kristen, thank you for letting me share that with everybody. Oh, I love it. I love it. Let me tell you what a humble man Jordan is, as you all know. And he's right. It wasn't, it wasn't a big thing, but that's what's great. And that's how you learn and grow. And um, I think it gives, it gives a lot of perspective for everyone because we all, we all do stuff. Um, so uh, I, I just want to pray tonight because it is, we're going into um, Easter weekend. Hallelujah. He is risen. And so tonight would signify um, in the, the, well, the start of Passover, I guess, but also the Last Supper. And so just reflecting on that and just the gratefulness of what we have in the Lord and what he did for us is quite overwhelming. So God, I thank you. I thank you for what this season means. We, we carry the story of Easter in our hearts all year long. I mean, it's the, the central piece of the gospel that you died and rose again for us. That each person on the, listening to this you would die if, if they were the only person in, in, on this earth. God, for those of us who have been Christians a long time, we've kind of let that sometimes become cliche and, well, yeah, of course we know that. But when we really stop to think about the simplicity of that and, the, and how profound it is, God, it's profound because if we truly believe that, that you bore our sicknesses and our infirmities and you, you died and you rose in victory and you conquered death, and if you gave us your son, that you have promised how, if you gave us that, how much more you would graciously give us all things, Lord. You've already given us your only son, Lord. So if we know that, Lord, help us to live that out. God, I felt you saying me, to me today. And it's kind of interesting that Jordan had that message on hearing your voice. And I was saying to you, God, I want to hear your voice even more, even deeper. There's always deeper to go. And I felt you strongly say, I'm speaking, make room. God, I want mm. more of this in my life or that in my life. And I felt you say, make room. What a perfect time at Easter time to make room for the king. Make room. Our, our lives are so filled with, with so many pre preoccupying thoughts and things. We need to make room for you, Jesus, for my brother and sister who are weary and just have so much going on. May we all make room for you, God. We, we make room so your joy and your peace and your love can enter our lives, Lord. I love that story right before uh, the Last Supper, God, about the alabaster jar that Mary took and just broke that alabaster jar and, and completely poured every single drop, drop of that expensive perfume all over you, God. 
And the Pharisees looked and laughed and shouted, oh, what, what a waste, what a waste, this woman, this sinner, this woman, she's, she's doing this, what a waste. And you said, no, Lord, you were so kind to this woman. You, you were so touched. You said, she's preparing me. Lord, you, I pray that each one of us would take our alabaster jar whatever that is to us, whatever, what, whatever we hold as an idol or something or just the things you've given us, God, and we would pour out every last piece of it, God, not holding anything back from you, God. You deserve all the honor and the glory and the praise, Lord. I think of that song that was very popular. I come to pour my praise on him like oil from Mary's alabaster jar. God, we, we pour our praise on you. We pour everything we have. God, everything is yours anyway. So as we go into this, this weekend, may we reflect on what that means. It means different things for each of us, God. But we just pour everything, God, on you. We pour our praise, even when we don't feel like praising. We pour our love on you. We pour our time, our attention, our everything on you, God. We break, you have broken, just like that, that jar was broken. You have broken and shattered the past and delivered us, God, from sin. You have broken all the sin of my brothers and sisters listening tonight. You've broken that. As they, as they give their alabaster jar to you, the perfume that's poured out, God, you're pouring into them your spirit, Lord, your newness, God. And we, we pour it onto you, God. We pour onto you everything we have, God, for you... You are worthy to be praised, Lord. We're just overwhelmed. God, just because we've heard the story over and over again, may we be reminded more than ever, God, more than ever, by your stripes we are healed, God. And you have conquered death, God. And we live in you, free. You are a deliverer. You are our healer. You're the lover of our souls, God. Lord Jesus, I just think of you in the garden that night, wrestling with, with what was to come. But you did it. You knew what you were going to do, Lord. And you did it for us, God. Thank you, Lord. May it become the reality. May it become deep. Go deep into our hearts, Lord. Go deep into our hearts with your message of hope, God. As we pour our love on you. That's what you want, God. You just want us. Lord, you just want us. You just want us to pour our love and our praise on you, God. That's all you're asking for, God. That's all you've ever wanted from us, for us to sit at your feet and make room for you and pour our love onto you this Easter and just say, thank you, Lord. Lord, can we say that, brothers and sisters? Can we just cry out to the Lord right now and say, thank you, God, for what you've done? Let's not forget. May we never forget what he's done and what he's doing in our lives right now, the miracles that he's doing and who he is. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. All right, let's get to the uh, specific prayer request. Great job there, Kristen. So Thank you. we've got um, about 20 of them tonight, and we can just go through them. You see a bunch of them at the bottom of the screen there. I'm going to try to go through each one individually. Mallow says, uh, please pray that God will supply our needs during this lockdown. We no longer have supplies from the Philippines. Well, look, we're in lockdown in the United States, too. But praise God, we actually, you know, it's not the best thing in the world. but We have all our supplies, but we know that there are some 
impoverished people in a lot of places that don't have supplies. In fact, one of my my message tonight originally, Mallow, was going to be about how God will create a river in a desert for his people. And I'll say that for another night, but that's my message for you tonight, that you might be in the middle of, of an impoverished area. You're locked down. You can't get what you need, but God will get it to you in Jesus name. That's our prayer. Akhlerit says, uh, let's see, please pray for us. We're in a crisis now. He wants to help his neighbors, but he's not rich, so he can't. He's praying to God for total healing for his country, especially his place where the people here are hungry. He's praying that God will feed all the people, not only food, but feed the spiritual word of God. Well, that's good because Jesus said man should not live on bread alone, right? So, Akhlerit, actually, I don't know what country you're from, uh, but wherever it is, God knows. And so we pray that he's going to honor your prayer here. He's going to bring um, spiritual nourishment to the people of your country, but also actual nourishment, but also, you know, physical nourishment, I should say, and bring total healing to your country and just a spiritual awakening, wherever that country is. Chris uh, Bokobo, who's actually just writing to us right now, is also in the Philippines, asked that we pray for his family, friends, and relatives. And Geraldine, who's also writing to us, asked that we pray for poverty and everyone in nursing homes and hospitals. So actually, in this area that Chris and I are in, in the United States, uh, people in nursing homes and hospitals are at a heightened risk right now because of the coronavirus. We're seeing where one person gets it in a nursing home and it just goes through everybody living there. And, you know, we know that the senior citizens have, you know, higher mortality rates, unfortunately. In the hospitals, we're seeing a lot of doctors, too, who are getting sick. So, in Jesus' name, we pray against poverty. We pray for Chris's family, his friends and relatives. We pray for protection for all of uh, all the people living in nursing homes right now and in hospitals. And we just pray that this coronavirus is not a death sentence for any of these people. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to leave the name of this person. Well, Kathy says, please pray for my son. I'm going to leave the name out. But please pray for my son. Uh, thank you. We don't know what's going on with your son, Kathy. But, you know, I, whenever I see a prayer request like this, I'm reminded of the the prodigal son who, yeah, he left. But the, the story is about how he returned. Yes. And so in Jesus name, we pray that that your son returns, whether he's left you or he's left uh, the Lord or he's left whatever, that he returns to it and becomes a testament um, for God's greatness. Retha says she needs prayer. And Marla says, I really need a job. I want to work at the Linda's Company Limited in Suva, Fiji Islands. All right. So um, Retha and Marla's, we pray that God fills your needs entirely. Yes. And we pray that you, you really search him for his will. If, if uh, Marley's in particular, if that's where God wants you to work, um, then we pray that that comes to pass and we pray it confidently. Yes. Shirley ne- says, my my family needs your prayers so badly. Well, everybody's going to pray for you, Shirley. So I'm asking everybody who's watching this to please keep Shirley and her family in prayers, whatever they're going through. That's in fun. Jesus name, that God just the Holy Spirit just indwells with them and takes it over. Ma Rio says, please include our pastor, Rodrigo, who's suffering cancer of the blood, which sounds like leukemia. Thank you so much. Well, he is healed by the blood of Christ. And in fact, we pr- just pray for a Holy Spirit blood transfusion. Yes. That God. his blood, which suffers from cancer, is replaced with God's blood in which there can be no sickness. Yes. In Jesus' name. Yes. Ropate, and I apologize if I'm saying this wrong. Ropate says, thanks, guys. Needs prayer for more hunger and thirst for the things of God. Well, that's the best kind of prayer because what you're really saying is, God, I want more of you. That's and God will, that's that's the prayer that I've noticed 
God will answer the quickest and uh, the most definitely right there. So Ropate, in Jesus' name, we pray that God gives you a double portion of what you're asking for, that you hunger more, and also that you never stop hungering and thirsting for God. The yeah. fact that you're hungering and thirsting is a good thing. The day that you get satisfied, the day that you think you're filled, uh, th that's when something's wrong. So always keep hungering, always keep thirsting. That's great. Yes. Kitty says, I need a car. That's fine. God's in the car business too. And Jocelyn says, please pray for me and my family. So in Jesus' name, we pray that, uh, Father God, you meet all of Kitty's needs. And not just for the car, but for the car and for the, the money to put gas in it and for the money, uh, you know, for the insurance. And I pray also that she uses that car as a ministry tool, that she gives rides, maybe carpools to people who aren't believers, that she plays uh, praise music in it for them. And she uses that car to get a lot of people saved. Yes. Again, we pray for... Um, Jocelyn and her entire family, that God just heals them of whatever. And, and you know, some of these prayer requests are non-specific, but that's fine. We just pray that, God, you lift up Jocelyn and her whole family. Joji, as I think I'm saying this right, please pray for me. I am sick from Fiji. Well, Father God, we pray total healing over jo Joji. Your word says that you are our doctor. Yes. So, God, we know that you bore her sicknesses and her infirmities. We pray for a complete recovery for her in a miraculous way. Yes, Lord. All right, just a few more here. Um, ben, please pray for my family, financial breakthrough, and I need a job. And D says, amen, thank you. Please pray for me and my family and friends. Please pray for my country, Fiji, against this corona thing. Getting a lot from Fiji tonight. All right, God, well, in Jesus' name, we pray for Ben, his family, his financial situation. You are the God of more than enough. So we pray that you bring him a job and a great job that pays him a lot that he can advance in. For D, we pray for her and her family and friends and the entire country of Fiji. We pray against the coronavirus in that country. Yes. Akram says, Salam, brother and sister. Okay. Uh, God bless you. Please pray for me and my family. My daughter is very far away from us. She's studying in the United Kingdom at Coventry University, but I live in Pakistan. Please pray for us. Yeah, you know, there's a, something called a mitzvah prayer, which actually is usually, I think about it in terms of couples, but basically it's when uh, it's a prayer that God will guard each of your hearts while you are far away and until you return to each other. And so, God, I pray that Akram and uh, his daughter um, remain in the center of your will and in the center of your attention. Yes. I pray that she does really well in her school and that she's a great, uh, you know, evangelist for you. And makes her whole family proud. We pray that you just protect her from all the awful things that can happen um, at school. And in particular, when kids go far away from school. But God, we know that she's not far away from you. And so we just pray that that Akram feel, uh, feels your closeness and also the closeness of his daughter in Jesus' name. Yes. Molly, uh, so you got five more. Molly says, please pray for me and my family. Thanks. And Zishan says, please pray for me because I have not a job. Well, Father God, we pray for Molly and her family for whatever it is she needs. We pray that you meet all of her needs. We pray for Zishan also because he needs a job. But God, we know that you're going to fill that need for him also, that you are his provider, that just as you provided manna from heaven, you can provide Zishan a job. And we pray that he's, he does a great thing in his job, that other people are inspired by him. Mm-hmm. I see my friend uh, Parker Thompson says, uh, thank you both for your words and prayers. I just ask for prayers that our father guide my feet in the direction of his will. 
That is uh, the most noble prayer, Parker, that anyone can pray. Um, the Bible says that if you submit to God's will, he will make your path straight. Okay. So, um, and also says on that same, the Bible talks a lot about walking with God. It says the steps of the righteous man are ordered by the Lord. And so Parker, my prayer for you tonight, I haven't seen you in a while. And by the way, uh, I have it on good authority that you've got a, a, a very special vehicle that I'd like to see sometime. So next time we see each other, I, I hope to see that. But in any event, uh, Parker, my prayer for you is just an uncompromised righteousness that I pray that you have a ministry in your business and that your steps, that you that your prayer is honored, that your steps are totally ordered by God in Jesus' name. Yes, yes. All right. Uh, Savasish, pray for the world. God bless you both. Well, we pray for the world every night here yes. at Savasish. That's why we do this. This is a global ministry. but And we pray big prayers, man. I uh, Kristen knows I have been praying for an end to global poverty. I've been praying for an end to, to global diseases. I'm very thankful, by the way, for men who aren't even Christians like Bill Gates, who are out there, you know, um, concerning themselves with with the poor in this world, which, you know, we don't do a lot of. So in Jesus name, and I'll say one other thing. A lot of people say, well, yeah, Bill Gates has a lot of money. And this is going to be a message for me one day, too. Bill Gates has a lot of money, so he can do a lot of things. Well, the Bible says the wealth of the wicked is laid up for the uncompromisingly righteous. So there's a lot of people who have money that they shouldn't have it right now. And that's your money. So that you should be praying. You should be praying that in so you can be a blessing to other people. So that you can be charitable. So that the Christian people of this world are known as the great philanthropists and the people who really show God's love to all these people. All right. Gloria says, prayers for my son and daughter. I'm a single mom. This time is confusing for us. Please, God, bless you both. For Lord, uh, bless also the Lord in your mercy in, in Jesus' name. You know, Kristen and I, have somebody who's very close to us who is also a single mother and we love this person to death. And we are so grateful that God has been a father to that child and, and really a husband to that young woman. Mm -hmm. And I want you to know, there's no shame in being a single mother. There is no condemnation in Christ. And I come against anyone who'd make you feel that way. We pray that, that God will send you a husband who will treat you well and better than that. And uh, who will be a father to your daughter. But in the meantime, we also pray that God just fills those gaps and just gives you guys the peace that passes understanding in Christ Jesus. Yes. And Dorcas, I used to know a sister Dorcas when I was at a Kenyan church. This is a Dorcas who asked us to pray for Nigeria, uh, for peace in Nigeria. And, you know, Kristen, you know a lot more about African politics than I do, having studied it in college. Um, but uh, we know that, you know, there's certain parts of the world that are more violent than others. Yeah. And Nigeria Father God, that's. One. Yeah. And and which is part of the reason so much poverty and disease there. But, you know, a lot of the the people who want to help there aren't able to. Um, but God, we come against not not just the spirit of warfare, but just the spirit of death in general in Nigeria, whether it's death from warfare or from poverty or from disease. Just simple things we take for granted, like un, unclean water, lack of sanitation, stuff like that. God, we just pray for the people of Nigeria for it to become known as just a great Christian nation in Jesus name. And I was just about done, and we just got this new one in just now. I just want to get to this. Myrna Marino, I'm going to put this one up on the screen so people can see it. It says, hello, Jordan and ma'am, Kristen. Please pray for the good results of a biopsy of my sister and her health condition. Please pray for protection of my family and my spiritual life to grow in Jesus' name. All right, well, listen. 
Number one, we're not just going to pray for the good result of the biopsy. We're going to pray that the doctors are astounded at the good result of the biopsy and that she's not going to need another one. But whatever the outcome, we know that the doctor doesn't get the final word, that God gets the final word. So in Jesus' name, we pray for a complete miraculous healing. God loves doing miracles. Okay, we pray for a complete miraculous healing for, for your sister, Myrna, and her entire health condition. I pray for protection for your family, and I pray for your spiritual life to grow, for you to be the great spiritual leader in your family and in your community and in your whole country. And for your sister, I just go back to this. I decree and declare that she shall not die, but live and declare the works of the Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. 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 All right, Sister Kristen, (laughs) do me a favor, please, and lead all these good people. Hey, listen, guys, when Kristen does the call to salvation here, yeah, if you haven't said it, it's important that you say it too, because we try to get as many people saved as possible. But notice she keeps it very, very simple because she's trying to emphasize that A, this isn't complex, and B, you guys should be able to repeat this to other people you know. It's not just me and Kristen leading people to Christ. It's also us teaching you how to lead people to Christ, teaching you how to pray for other people. That's the idea here. We're we're not just here to pray for you. Yeah, that's great, but we're also here to train you. Okay, so Kristen, go ahead and uh, uh, lead everyone into prayer, please. Okay, great. And right before I do that, one final thought on what you were saying about God storing up the the wealth um, for us, Mm -hmm. for the righteous. If you, whatever you have now on your scale, even if you feel like it's not a lot of money to give, but God has put it in your heart to give, that doesn't make your gift any less than someone who gives a lot more. Um, to what God has given. Um, so that's one thing. And the other thing is, is that giving, of course, we had a whole sermon that um, Jordan talked about tithing, you know, very important financially. But there's other ways of giving too, through prayer, through your smile. Mm-hmm. I know we can't have a lot of social interaction nowadays, but um, even virtually through giving compliments and encouragement, those things are important too. So there's a lot of different ways that um, it's is very significant whatever God puts in your heart to give. And certainly he has that abundance for you in every way. Just a thought. Um, And definitely, yes, please join me in the the call to salvation. If you'd like to accept Jesus into your heart, now is the perfect time. Just follow after me. Dear Jesus, I admit that I have sinned. I ask you to come into my heart. Forgive me of my sins. I make you my Lord and Savior. And I will follow you all the days of my life. In Jesus' name, amen. You've prayed that prayer? Yay, congratulations. Definitely send us a message or comment on the video. We want to hear from you and we want to be, it would be an encouragement to us if you told us. So don't be shy. Absolutely. We love getting good news like that. All right, guys, listen. So on that giving point, remember, we don't ask you for money and we don't accept money. So because we don't want people saying we're doing this for money, but we do encourage you to find needy people and there are plenty of them out there. And if you can't find any, then go online and adopt a kid in an impoverished nation or something like that. Just pray to God how to do it. It's going to be the biggest blessing in the world. You cannot outgive God. If yes. you bless other people, I promise you, it's going to come back to you 10, 50, 100 fold. I mean, I, you can't. You can't bless other That's people right. and not be blessed by it. That's right. So anyway, listen, again, thank you for tuning in. Please like and share our page so that other people can learn from us so that we can be a blessing to as many people as possible. Again, we don't get paid a penny for this. 
we put money out of our pocket to do this show so that we can help people because there's so many people who need help right now and who really, you know, we love these big ministries. I love Joyce Myers. I love Joel Osteen. I love Charles Stanley, all those guys. But you can't phone it. Well, I think Osteen has a radio station. Maybe two or three people can phone in and get him to pray for him. But we do this specifically because there are a lot of people who need prayer and they need to be led in prayer. And we're doing this because we're trying to help people on an individual basis. So it, it helps us out if you can just share the page, share the videos and invite your friends to like the page. All right, guys, listen, thank you so much. It's really a great honor and privilege to be able to, to pray for you and to pray uh, with you. We're going to see you tomorrow at the same time. In the meantime, be blessed and be a blessing. Bye, everybody. Thank you for joining us. Don't forget to follow Jordan and Kristen Ministries on Facebook, YouTube, and iTunes. And remember to tune in next week and every week on Tuesdays at 845 on WMCA The Mission, AM 570 and FM 102.3. Amazing grace.